This is episode 292. Self-sabotage. Are you guilty of it? Mm, Yeah, guess what? Me too. Self-sabotage is usually the number one reason that people don't get results with any area of their life. They let themselves down and maybe that's you. What I've discovered working in the personal development space is that there is a metric for self-sabotage and that is self-trust. On today's episode, I give you a practical toolbox and a thinking framework to confidently rebuild the belief in yourself to take on bigger and bigger tasks without letting yourself down. So to eliminate self-sabotage, we have to dive into today's episode. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast, where in 2023, it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. And something that I'm going to share with you today is literally inside my program. And it's fueled by the idea of how to stop letting yourself down. Are you somebody that has been on diet after diet after diet after diet and after a couple of weeks you kind of, you know, you go really all in, gung-ho and then you give up or you kind of abandon the idea or you find an excuse for why you no longer can do the thing? When you reflect on your life, is that a pattern or have you been in relationship after relationship after relationship and if you look back, the common denominator in that story is you or you do you self-sabotage? Do you not execute to 100%? You do 50% of everything or you go 70% of the way and you kind of lose interest. Whatever it is, whatever in your life you are letting yourself out by doing incorrectly or not doing, I want to give you this tool today to start changing the narrative within your soul, within your personality, within who you are, right? And I've got five steps here and it's it all comes together to make what I call the tiny promise so that we have to preface this with the understanding that we've been letting ourselves down for a long time, right? And within ourselves, we have a level of trust, right? Everybody trusts other people to a certain degree and we also trust ourselves to a certain degree. And if you asked somebody, do, what degree do you tr- trust yourself to? Most people would say completely. You wouldn't even think about it. It's like, of course I trust myself. However, when we do a little bit of stock take, we do a bit of an audit you discover, actually, I let myself down all the time. I say I'm going to do things and I don't follow through or I find a reason for it to fail or it doesn't work out and that's just my story. And so the truth is for many people is that the level of trust that you have within yourself is actually quite low. And so the reason that when it comes to executing on anything that's for you that you don't execute correctly is because you don't trust your own word. How can you trust somebody else to run a program for you or help you lose weight or, you know, find the man of your dreams or whatever it is? How can you trust anybody else when you don't even trust who's in your own house, which is you, right? So the whole point of this tiny promise exercise is that we are building trust. That's fundamentally what the idea of this is so that we can get you to a place where you don't let yourself down because you trust in who you are. You have integrity in who you are for yourself, not for anybody else, for yourself, right? So step one is you have to accept that you are responsible for everything. No more blame. 
Because when you blame other people for your circumstances, it's his fault I'm fat. It's that sugar company's fault that I'm fat. It's my mum because she fed me Kellogg's cornflakes. Or men suck. The whole world sucks. Women suck. I can't find a good one. You know, jobs and careers suck. I have no luck with money. Whatever. Whatever. You have to take your power back. Because when you blame, you, you hand over your ability to do anything about it, right? And so you have to start taking responsibility for everything, which is that I'm in this situation because of me right? I don't have much money in the bank because of me. I can't find a good relationship or a healthy relationship because of me. Start taking responsibility for every single little failing that has ever occurred to you. Irrelevant if you are the perpetrator or not. This is the point of radical responsibility is the perpetrator doesn't matter. A good manager or a good leader in a company takes responsibility no matter who made the mistake, right? And it's the same here, the company of you. (laughs) All right, number two is accept that the way you do anything is the way you do everything. If you half-ass your work, then you probably half-ass your relationship, your relationship with the gym, your commitment to anything, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However you show up, In one area of your life, you're likely showing up the same way in all areas of your life. And there might be one here or one thing there that is a little bit different, but that's probably because you're socially forced to behave differently, like at work or in a sport environment or whatever it might be. But pretty much across the board, when you're in charge of making the decisions, if you half-ass it somewhere, you'll half-ass it everywhere. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, So number one, take responsibility for everything. Number two, accept that you half-ass yourself across life all areas of life. Because if you don't accept that the way you show up everywhere is the way that you show up anywhere, then you're going to be living in this delusion that the only place that you need to improve your life is A, when actually the same person and the same brain and the same way of thinking rocks up to all areas of your life. So we have to take a global approach, right? In accepting that what we're about to do with the tiny promise and to change the story of letting ourselves down is going to benefit every single area of my life. Because it's all driven by the same individual, me. Number three, now this is where the rubber hits the road. Write a list of things down that you want to change. You want to change. Not your wife, not your husband, not your boyfriend, not your group of friends, not your kids, you know, not your grandma, not your mother. What do you want to change? And I highlight what you want to change because there's a lot of things that people say to me, ah, I guess I should lose some weight or I guess I probably should be more active. I guess I probably should get married and have kids. And what that means is when you're saying, I should, I should, I should, is that you're shooting all over yourself. And if you're in a big pile of should, you can't really get anywhere. And what I mean by that is that if you are trying to achieve goals that other people care about and you don't, of course you're going to half-ass them because you don't give a shit, (laughs) right? They need to be things that you want to change. So number three is write a list of things that you actually want to change. Minimum of 10 things. I'm almost certain that everybody listening can find 100 things in their life that they would want to change that they could change. What I mean by that is that it's within your power to make a difference, right? Number four is pick one thing for this week. One thing, one idea, right? And it might be health and wellness. And we want to break it down to something tiny. This is why it's called the tiny promise. Because almost everybody that's ever failed at a diet, they made a giant promise and they failed because they don't have enough trust in themselves to execute a giant promise, right? You don't have any evidence in your life of you backing yourself up convincingly enough that you can trust that you'll commit to a giant promise, right? So we have to go small. And small is, I'm going to walk to the letterbox today. That's it. 
And it might be so small that you're rolling your eyes right now. And if you're having a reaction of rolling your eyes or being like, that's a little bit weak or that's a little bit pathetic, that is you judging you. That story and, and that, that judgment in the back of your mind is you saying, this is pathetic. We're better than this. Guess what? Go back to point one. Take responsibility. Maybe you are a bit pathetic. Maybe you have let yourself down. Maybe you have been shit to yourself. And that's why we've got to start this small. And that's okay doesn't matter where you start. It's about one tweak a week, one tiny promise every single day. And if you need to start small, and when I say small, I mean even smaller than what we're talking, that's the reason it's called a tiny promise, is that it needs to be big enough that you can trust yourself to do it, but not too big that you will self-sabotage yourself due to the lack of trust you have produced within your life, right? So this tiny promise, you've got to start small. Walk to the letterbox. I'm going to have a healthy breakfast today. If you start using global holistic words like, I'm going to go to the gym every single day this week, that's a bad tiny promise. You're, getting it, you're doing it wrong, right? We want to start small. I'm going to go to the gym today might be a promise that's a nice size for you. But actually what might be better for some people is, I'm going to get in the car in my gym gear today, right? It doesn't matter if you go to the gym or not. See how we've made it a bit smaller? We've taken the pressure of the gym off that. Or it might be, I'm going to cook at least one meal today, myself in the kitchen. Or it might be, I'm simply going to walk around the block today. The point is, pick one of your goals, whatever the, the list of that 10 or 100 things that you want to change, and then break a tiny piece of that off and make it one tiny promise today. And then you want to repeat that process tomorrow. One tiny promise. And if you find yourself not committing and not executing on the tiny promises, they're not tiny enough because you don't have enough trust or belief in yourself to execute on something that size. So we need to reduce the amount of trust that is required to execute on that particular tiny promise. And then step number five, which I've already kind of covered, is commit to that every single day, right? But we want to think one day at a time because the idea of every day forever, that's an overwhelming thing. That's huge. It's like forever is a long time. Even all week is a long time for some people. Get up every day and recommit to only to today's tiny promise, right? So we're going to bust through these quickly. One, you're responsible for everything. No more blame. Take your power back. Two, accept the way that you show up in one area of your life is highly likely that you show up in every other area of your life in the same way. Three, write a list of all the things you want to change that are things you want to change and nobody else, right? Number four, pick one thing from this week or from that list for this week and break it into tiny promises, tiny little pieces. Doesn't matter how long it's going to take you to get there. The point of this is to practice it and practice it and practice it every single day, 0.5, commit to it every day. But the idea is that over time we build trust. You start to build trust within yourself that you can do bigger and better things. And the idea of this is that we are collecting a pool of evidence for you to pull on when things get tough. We want to build the belief in yourself because people live their life on the beliefs that they have about the world and about themselves. And so this is the incremental one tweak a week, small stepped approach to rebuilding your belief about yourself by tangibly increasing the amount of trust that we put into the system because with the more trust, the bigger the level of execution and the bigger the success and the bigger the rewards. But if we jump too far on that scale and the amount of trust that we need to come in is beyond our capacity for trusting ourselves, we're going to fail. So we have to break it back down, right, to a tiny promise. 
If you've enjoyed this episode and you want to get stuck into using the tiny promise, well, everything you need is right in here. Um, but, but please share this with a friend, put it on social media, tag me, you know, give us ratings, reviews, all of the good stuff that helps us get up in the algorithm and help more people. And thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.